Welcome everybody to the number one contender podcast. My name is Anthony Douglas. We are live today on twitch.tv slash Tony Pizza Guy. I want to try a live format for once and this is kind of like an alpha beta whatever you want to do. And I want to try this for a couple reasons. One, I wanted to see if we could get some people that wanted to call in. We can also interact with the live chat and we can talk to you guys. This is actually recorded live on Saturday morning. Uh, we're dropping this today as well on the show. So if you guys are here watching live and listening in, thank you very much. If you're not, you're just listening to audio format. This is available anywhere that you get your podcast. You can go to anchor.fm slash NOC. You can actually leave a call there. And let us know your thoughts. But there is also an option to watch, or listen, I should say, on any audio format that you want. Just kind of look for where your favorite podcasting is. Search number one contender and you will find this. If you are not able to find it, well, just go to anchor.fm slash Tony Pizza Guy. There's actually a, a list of all the locations there. So if you use an Android, if you use, you know, Google Play, if you want to find the podcast, just go over to anchor.fm slash Tony Pizza Guy. So I did want to thank you guys. We did miss last week. We were out of town, but I do want to thank you guys again for your support, for joining us for this podcast and just uh, hanging out, listening and enjoying it because we got a lot to talk about. And this is going to be a big deal here because we got big news coming out that we want to talk about. And it's about AEW, John Moxley, Pac, the whole deal. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today. So we figured that I would do this live. We would get in and we would uh, chat about everything and everything that needs to be talked about. So we have some big news coming out in the wrestling world is that John Moxley is out of AEW All Out. You could say that he is All Out. Eh? Eh? No? Okay. But he is All Out. John Moxley is no longer going to be at All Out, which sucks, man. When I heard this, I was gutted. I was disgusted. I was distraught. I don't know what word to use. I can't find the proper adjective to describe. Look at the adjective, play. I can't understand how I felt... I couldn't put it into words. It was just one of those feelings where it's like, man, this sucks. All this momentum. AEW was killing it. And now John Moxley is out. And here we go. Let's listen to what he says. I'm absolutely gutted. This is coming from his Twitter, by the way. I'm absolutely gutted to have to deliver this news, but I'd rather it come directly from me. In a nightmare scenario, a serious case of MRSA, which again, I don't really know what MRSA stands for. It stands for methylchillin resistant staphylococcus. I can't pronounce that. I'm not a doctor. But it is a bacteria infection that causes it's basically staph infection. We know it as staph infection, but it's a stuff it's a tougher strain of staph infection. So, he had it before once and now he's got it again. So, uh, he's got MRSA. It returned to his elbow. Timing could not be any worse. In the circumstances, I am forced to pull out of the fight on 831 versus Omega at All Out. That was 16 hours ago. And then he came back with like three more statuses after that. MRSA. It's, pron it's pronounced MRSA, I'm being told. Thank you, Breakdown in the chat. Uh, he's telling me that, uh, that it's MRSA. So then we got John Moxley comes back with another one. I apologize to all involved. Most importantly, the fans. I'm incredibly frustrated and pissed off. I'll have surgery this week to remove the MRSA sack in my elbow. I think it's called Bursa. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe you want to say Mursa. 
I don't know. The burst of sack in my elbow and be done with it for good. Should be quick recovery, so I'll be 100% for AEW Wednesday nights on TNT. Sucks, man. You can tell the frustration here. You can tell the anger that he has with this. Didn't expect that. Still, I expected All Out to be an amazing pay and hope all the fans out there looking for an alternative tune in. You will be blown away by AEW and will be excited to be a wrestling fan. I'm looking forward to watching as a fan myself. And then he comes back and last status was this fucking sucks. And that is true. That's exactly how I, I couldn't figure out the way to sum up my feelings on this. But this effing sucks is literally the way that I was thinking. And I was so upset, man, because I was like, dang, Moxley was a huge get for them. He was going to go against Omega. It was going to be a big effing deal. And now he's out. And now I'm so upset, man. Like, I was just, just, I don't know, man. It was like a big blow to the gut. I was looking forward to this match. They were building so good. There was such momentum. And it was like, ooh, it was really getting to me, dude really getting to me and I was just I don't know man I feel bad for him and I, I just feel bad for for AEW because of the momentum they're on and this is something they don't need um, and that's just one of those things where it was kind of like ah why why did this have to happen so what I actually found out also is that MRSA is spread by contact so you can get MRSA by touching another person who has it on their skin or you can get it by touching objects that have the bacteria on them. So, the other thing I was wondering, he wrestled Pentagon like a couple weeks ago. I hope Pentagon doesn't come out with a case of MRSA. I don't know when he got it, how he contacted it. If it was a skin contact thing, I don't know. I don't have all the details on it, but it's crazy. It's pretty nuts, though. It's pretty nuts. So hopefully nobody else got it in the locker room or anybody he's wrestled. Uh, but now he's out. So he's out. So what's actually happening is that AEW has got to figure out what they're going to do now. And he said he got it from the G1, says Breakdown. I need more information. We got the late breaking news here, Breakdown. If you could fill me in on where he got the rest of this, or like how it happened, how he got it, I would love to know. If you got more details, please do let me know because I haven't looked up any of this. But continuing on here, so AEW had to figure out what they're going to do now. Are they going to take it and they're going to have a surprise, right? I figured they would wait. Don't worry, we're going to have a surprise opponent to face Kenny Omega. And again, everybody bought their tickets, their pay-per-views, maybe their pay-per-view buys haven't happened yet. The BR Live buys haven't happened. So maybe that would get people upset. And if they wanted to wait for a surprise, honestly, I would have liked a surprise. I'm okay with a surprise because I'm going to All Out and I will be there in Chicago. And I was just wondering, hmm, wouldn't it be sweet to have a surprise? Wouldn't it be a nice surprise? And I would love it. But we don't. We know the opponent. They released officially AEW, All Elite Wrestling, officially announced the replacement. And it was fast. They were quick with it. They were very quick with it. And they came out. And I'm looking for the official press release here. But apparently they just they just don't say what. Saturday, August 31st. Chicago, Illinois. Pac versus Kenny Omega. Pac it is. 
live on pay-per-view. So Pac is going to be replacing him, which honestly might be a better replacement, might be a better match. And this might be a blessing in disguise. This might be a little silver lining for us. This might be a little bit of a silver lining for us. Because Kenny Omega versus John Moxley is something they can build towards television. It's something they can build on weekly television. When Moxley returns, if he's there for the, de the debut episode on TNT, how big is that going to be? Tune in to watch the return of John Moxley. And they can build this feud. Whether they want to do it on television, honestly, putting that for free on television would be sick. But I'm not sure if they're going to do that. But if not, they'll build it on television up to their next big pay-per-view. And that'll be a good deal. That'll be awesome. And we think of Pac versus Omega. Like, you don't need a story with that. The story is them two going out there and putting on a five-star classic. This is going to be an amazing match. I'm glad Pac is back in AEW, by the way, because I loved it. He was coming in. He was going to do stuff with Hangman. That never really happened. They had their match at an indie show or whatever, and then it never really never came out. It never actually happened. So now they got this with Pac. Pac was injured, too. He had, like, a gash in his leg. But I think he's all good to go. So it's exciting. Pac and Omega might be a better match than Omega and Moxley, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. So here's what we learned more from Breakdown about John Moxley incident. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter tells us two days ago. So this was before Moxley dropped it. All right. John Moxley has some kind of elbow injury. It may be an infection that he got in Japan. He worked his shows for the weekend in Northeast Wrestling with the exception of the 816 show in Poughkeepsie. His singles bouts were made tags. They pretty much insisted on doing singles match with Pentagon and he was very careful not to bump on the elbow. And then it comes back was I was afraid of this. He mentioned one of his last G1 promos that he was dealing with the Stinger for the last three weeks. Plus, he noticeably sporting an elbow compression sleeve during meet and greet at Northeast Wrestling last week. So he was careful to wear that sleeve, compression sleeve. And it looks like it was some sort of injury that he's been going on for a while. But I don't know. But I don't know if it's the same one. I'm guessing what it is. But man... Omega vs. Moxie might be the biggest match that was on the card. It might have been the biggest marquee build match on the entire card. And then you get to think about it. What do we think now? Why, Moxley? Why? Why did you have to go out there and wrestle? You wanted to be a worker. And you wanted to work your butt off. I get that. I understand that. I know that you wanted to do that. But now that brings me to another discussion topic here because this brings up a very good point now where AEW is going to have to lock down their talent exclusively. 
the friendly all elite wrestling that's going to be the independent guys it's going to help build up the independent talent let them do stuff elsewhere whatever they want they can wrestle for us but they can still do whatever they want otherwise they can have other jobs they can do whatever they're not going to be able to wrestle otherwhere they're not going to be able to go anywhere else that's for a number of reasons one just look at the john moxley thing right he goes out there he works he gets injured before the biggest all-out pay-per-view like you got to put that on lock now you can't let these guys go out there and you can't let them go out there and do their matches in new japan or independent wrestling or anywhere like you got to lock these guys down to exclusive contracts and make sure that they're not going to go anywhere else and they're not going to go there and get injured and not going to go out there and wrestle and get hurt If there's going to be touring, if there's going to be only television touring, because like the one thing I heard was they were going to tour with television and that was going to be their touring schedule. If they don't do live events and they can't afford to pay this talent for the time, for exclusive time for them, they're going to have to figure something out. Because on the one hand, you want to have this talent happy, but you can't have them going out there and wrestling elsewhere and getting injured. Because that's what happened with Moxley. And, and you can't have that when you're running a big corporation. Like, like this this is a big match. It is saved, yes, by Pac coming in to Wrestling Omega. But again, there's a lot of people that were fans of Moxley from the WWE as Dean Ambrose. And they won't get to see him. And that might hurt some of their buys. I don't know if it will. I'm just guessing. There are fans that want to see their certain wrestler. And if their certain wrestler isn't on the show, they'll be upset. The other thing is they're competing with WWE. We know the Wednesday night wrestling rivalry is here. SmackDown's going to go live for two hours on Wednesday, head-to-head, AEW. So that's the thing. You have to worry about this war now. You're going to have to lock down talent. This is the year that we're going to see more talent being locked down than ever. More talent than ever is going to be locked down. Before, it was like the independent wrestling where the talent was free to go do whatever they want. But those days are over. We're no longer going to get that talent to be free to go where they want, to wrestle anywhere on the independent scene, to do whatever. If they're a great talent and you want them on your roster, you have to lock them down to a contract. Whether it's AEW, whether it's WWE, WWE already does it. Whether it's Impact Wrestling. I think Impact actually takes their talent and pays a little bit they get they i think what impact does is they work with independent promotions and then they send their talent there off the impact name so that's how they do their thing i think if i'm correct on that whether you're mlw you got to sign people to exclusive contracts if they're a good enough talent and you have the money to do so and you run regularly you have to get these guys on exclusive contracts and you can't let them wrestle anywhere else especially with aew Putting their stake in, laying their stake down for being the top number two, I guess. They want to stake their claim as number two in professional wrestling. So if they're gonna do that, they they're they're gonna they're gonna make the same enemies that WWE does. A lot of people get mad about WWE. Oh, they're taking up all this talent, they blah blah blah. They do this, they do that. It's like, why? There, you you can't mock 
WWE and say they're the bad guys when you're going to do the same tactics that WWE's doing. You're going to lock these guys down to contracts. You're going to make them do the things that you want them to do. Maybe they'll have more creative freedom. Maybe they'll be able to have better matches. But you're going to have to put them on contracts. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. You're going to have to do that. That's literally what's going to have to happen. So, it's pretty interesting. Also, we got some stuff here about Cody and AEW. And a statement that he made is triggering the entire internet. Is triggering the entire internet. And he says, this is, was his quote from an interview with Bleacher Report. Wrestling is now the most... Uh, Wednesday is now the most important night in wrestling. Wrestling fans now have a choice, and I hope they choose us. So that's kind of a blanket statement. And WWE fans or wrestling fans are getting very upset. And I think it's because it's TLDR, too long, didn't read, or people don't actually read the article and they just go off the headline. Cody responded. But here's what the fans say. This is dumb. They've always had a choice. TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Lucha Wrestling, stop it. There's a lot more, Cody. And Cody came back. They had a choice live on Wednesday nights on a major, major cable network? No. The headline isn't the article. And that was just to some random fan he responded. And that's the thing. You don't have to choose because you can watch it via the WWE Network. You can watch WWE NXT. You can watch AEW via DVR. You can watch whatever you want to watch. There's so much options now. There's so many options going on now. There's so much options and talent and everything going on. People were mad about his statement saying, well, there was already choices. There was New Japan and there was... You just need to chill, man. Cody is laying his flag in the ground. The stake has been made. They want to be the number one, number two wrestling promotion out there. He's right, though. Even Impact Wrestling, I would say would be number two in North America right now based off their television deal. Their television deal sucks, by the way. But it's the only one that you can really watch in North America every Friday. Literally. Ring of Honor has a terrible TV deal. Ring of Honor's product is not good. Impact is good. If you haven't been watching Impact, watch it. Uh, New Japan is big, but it's not North America big. New Japan is probably number two in the world, but it is not North American wrestling cable television is what Cody is talking about. He is saying cable television, major network, TNT, Wrestling fans have a choice now. They can watch something else. And that's what's good. And I also 
wanted to ask questions here and bring up points here about NXT versus WWE. What is the deal here? What is the deal here? The question, the reason I bring it up like this is because people are saying that WWE views AEW as minor league by having it go head to head with NXT and not with Raw or SmackDown. But I don't believe that. We're at a weird point where NXT is now going to become the third brand. It's not a developmental anymore. They said it a long time ago. It's not a developmental. They're not looking at AEW as minor leagues. They're definitely not. They're looking at it as a segment of audience that they can capture. There is a different kind of audience that watches NXT than watches Raw and SmackDown. There's different. There's honestly a different audience that watches Raw and SmackDown. There's a different audience that watches all the products. So what you're getting here is you're getting AEW has this independent, wants great wrestling, bell-to-bell action. Give me some story in there as well. That's the kind of audience that wants AEW. And NXT has the exact same audience. Bell-to-bell awesome matches. Those takeovers have amazing matches. Always deliver. So now we're going to get more of that on Wednesday night. So I think what the what the real war here is that they want to capture that audience, that independent audience, I guess independent wrestling fan, maybe not independent wrestling, but just want that great bell-to-bell action. And there's that segment, that hardcore segment of fans out there that they are. But then when you get to Raw, I think Raw is going to be more entertainment. It's going to be more sports entertainment. SmackDown will be more sports since it's on on Fox. Raw is going to be sports entertainment. And then I think NXT is going to be somewhere in like the independent. It's not developmental anymore. It definitely isn't. You're going to see NXT lifers there. I think Johnny Gargano might be an NXT lifer. Undisputed Era might be NXT lifers. But if you're going to build up this brand in NXT, I mean, you got to have some talent from Raw and SmackDown to come over. If you're going to make it a third brand, truly. Truly. But I do think that we're going to see some interesting things here. There's going to make bold moves, bold choices. Things are going to happen. And I'm excited to see where this goes. I really am. I really am. Shayna. Jay Cash says Shayna Baszler could be an NXT lifer. Could be. Could be. I mean, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with that. Because they're going to build it up as, as its own brand. I hear they're going to get rid of 205 Live. That's the rumor. And those guys are going to go to NXT. Fine with that. I'm definitely fine with that. Just wonder what they're going to do with the Cruiserweight title. Maybe they'll have a Cruiserweight North American thing and combine those titles or something. I don't know. I don't think a Cruiserweight title fits in NXT with the North American title. I think they could get rid of the Cruiserweight title. I don't know. It's a weird spot. Right a weird spot. I think you could take the, the NXT guys, 205 Live guys, even NXT UK, put them all together. Great show. You'd have a fantastic show. But they're still building their NXT UK stuff, building that brand there, Performance Center out there. We'll see where they go. It's an interesting time in wrestling, though. Interesting time. Maybe they could keep 205 Live on the network, right? Because they don't really have an exclusive network show for wrestling anymore. 
they don't have an exclusive network show. So maybe Cruiserweights could stay. Now that they have NXT going over there to USA, and I guess NXT will stay on the network the day after. You can watch it the day after on the network. So we'll see. It's interesting, though. Maybe they will keep 205 Live because they don't really have a wrestling WWE Network show. I guess UK, NXT UK will be that as well. Unless they try to put that on television. I don't know. Very weird time in wrestling. So I was turned on to this as well. Ken Shamrock is returning to Impact Wrestling. Thank you, J Cash, for the late breaking news. I did not see this. And he says, well, what we're learning is the first time ever NWTNA champion. Remember NWTNA championship? He was like the first one, wasn't he? He was. Is returning home for the first time in 15 years. Ken Shamrock via Twitter. Via Twitter said that he will be a part of the Impact Wrestling two-night TV tapings in Samstown, Las Vegas. I think there's another promotion that runs in Samstown. I don't know. He's going to go up against Moose. And he's going to be a Moose killer, he says. His exact words on Twitter were this. The Moose Nation, no balls, huh? Well, according to your bosses, I'll see you in Vegas, Impact Wrestling. It's moose hunting season, and the world's most dangerous man is next victim. Godfather of MMA, legend, moose killer, bare knuckles. Ken Shamrock was fantastic in WWE. I always thought that Ken Shamrock should have had a bigger role in WWE. Thought he was great in TNA, although he didn't do much. He had a short run. But I honestly think that he should have that he should have stayed in WWE. He could have had a bigger role. I felt like he was a great hand. A great hand. There you go. There's a thing. No, I honestly thought he was a great wrestler and he should have stayed in WWE. But I think Ken Shamrock is awesome. He's 55 years old. Will he be able to go? I don't know. We will have to see where that leads us. I like Ken Shamrock. I really do. I thought he was great. Breaking ankles. Love that stuff in WWE back in the day. But apparently he's going to launch Valor. Which is a bare knuckle fighting promotion that's going to kick off in September. So this will coincide with that, I guess. What a great promotion. Team up for that. Have a match. Hey, watch Bare Knuckle fighting Valor. And what's cool is that he might be there for Bound for Glory in October. They could build it up for him to be in in October. Because he'll be there in September for the tapings. And then if they build to him at Bound for Glory in October, I'm good for that big, big Bound for Glory match. I would like it. Let's make it happen. Ken Shamrock, Moose, Bound for Glory. Let's do that. So, there's the wrestling news for this week. There it is. I think that's going to wrap it up today. 
We're going to do some live calls, but I don't think anybody's really down to do live calls. People don't want to call in. Sometimes you don't get call in. Sometimes you do. If you do, it is fine. If it's not, it's okay as well. But that's where we're going to end it today. Thank you guys for listening to the number one contender podcast. Again, anchor.fm slash NOC. If you want to listen to any of the previous episodes, please do. And if you want to give us a call and not be live on the show, all you got to do is go to NOC on anchor.fm and you can actually get your call in. 